on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. This is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another rendition of the Main Green Coaches Show here on Rudy's Barbecue, I-35 and Teasley in Denton. And we'll get started, as we always do, with the head coach of the Mean Green Women's Basketball Program, Jason Burton. And coach, uh, one and one this week, went to FAU, got a 67-57 win there in Boca, and then a loss yesterday to UTSA. But we'll start with the FAU game. Um, just talk about that one overall. It seemed like, really, and we talked about this one post game a little bit, you would have liked a little better defense in the fourth quarter of that game but for three quarters that was a really really good complete basketball game yeah um just 28 in the points for FAU in the fourth quarter would have we would have liked to avoid that but you got the win you got the win on the road in a tough place to win recap that game for me so we held them to 29 points the first three quarters and they scored 28 points in the fourth quarter um and they had they they hit six threes. Obviously, they hit some shots. But, you know, we, we just talked about that as a staff. Like, there's it's not a great trend going on right now in the fourth quarter. Um, and you look at last night's where we lost the game as well. And some of that had different factors when we look at last night's game. But overall, we just got to play better in the fourth quarter. And, and traditionally, if you look at our season as a whole, our third quarters have been phenomenal. It's, they've, they've been our best quarters pretty much. Um, and you look at the uh, FAU game, and I think we hold them to six points in the third quarter. Um, last night had a, had a pretty solid fourth quarter. wasn't as big of a uh, lead in the fourth quarter, but we still won that quarter and had a, had a good third quarter, despite, uh, you know, Meech getting into foul trouble and DK getting into foul trouble in, the, in that quarter. And so um, found a way to win it. But Florida was good. I mean, I, I, we probably need to go and play some more games in Florida right now. I mean, we're, we're undefeated in Florida on the season, and, and um, it was a good trip because you, you look at what FAU turned around and did, and on Saturday they went to South Florida and beat South Florida at South Florida. So, um, you know, teams are playing well this time of year, and to anytime you go on the road and find a way to win, it's it's big. And so um, that was a big win for us on Wednesday. When you look at this conference as a whole, I mean, it's it's such a, a mess right now in the standings, and it's I think there's like maybe a you're, one way to put it. <laughs> you're 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 atop the standings right now, but I mean, you've got like six or seven teams on your tail gunning for that first place spot at the moment. It just shows you the the strength of this conference that. Any given day, anyone can win. Just it's 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 a log jam right now. It's a log jam. It's a log jam, and it's it's weird because you, before yesterday we looked up and we had played twelve games, and you got some teams that already played fourteen games, and and so, um, but we still sit. You know, we sit at the top of the of the standings right now. We're tied uh, tied for essentially. Well, I say that we're we're half a game up on on Temple, and we have a tiebreaker with Temple, so we're in first place. Um, with five games left, three at home, two on the road. And, and um, yeah, these, these games are, are extremely big. That's why I'm late. We're up, we're up in the <laughs> office prepping like, you know, we're not going to have any off days during the stretch. Yeah. And I talked about this previously. You know, we played yesterday. We got two days to prep, play Wednesday, two days to prep, play Saturday, two days to prep, play Tuesday. 
it's a it's a crazy stretch that the conference laid out for us, and and so we and we gotta you know we gotta attack, and so that's that's all the things we were talking about. We had, I mean, everybody, our from strength coach to our nutritionist to uh, athletic trainers to talk about like what do we need to do over this stretch to make sure we're ready uh, in terms of how we feel, uh, nutrition, uh, taking care of our bodies, everything that's going to go into this stretch of games to win it. And, and because it's our biggest stretch of the year, obviously. And, and um, so, yeah, we, we, we first up is Charlotte. We've got to find a way to beat Charlotte. When you look at the, uh, well, I guess before we continue on to the UTSA game specifically, I did want to highlight Deani Robinson against FAU. I mean, she still had another great game. Um, got a little more bottled up against UTSA, but again, you, you've had really great guard play as of late, and that's probably something that you're really going to have to lean on heading into the the stretch here because, you know, it's it's obviously you're, you're going to get Misha and, and, and DK firing off like they typically do, but talk about kind of the guard play that you've got as of late. Well, obviously we got we got Desiree Wooten here, mm -hmm. um, and and she's been playing tremendous, you know, we, we to the point that we felt like we had to start her in the second half yesterday. She she just was phenomenal um, defensively. She's been phenomenal defensively, but to see her offensive game come on, um, but not just that, like how she rebounded the ball yesterday. And the thing that I'll say, uh, whether she's scoring or not scoring, one of the things that's made her so great down this stretch is we've consistently said as a staff, she's playing harder than anybody on the floor. Um, and sometimes that, that takes her out of a play. A couple of times we talked about it, me and Woot, but but she's playing so hard, it elevates everybody on our team. It energizes our team, and, and um, that spark for us has, has been huge, and, and she's doing it. You know, earlier in conference play, we, we played a lot of offense defense for her and put her in the game at the end of games because of how well she's been guarding. Um, but she's been doing it on both sides of the ball, being efficient, attacking, being aggressive, and making smart plays, and, and um, she's just one. You know, you, you look at what Deonnie Robinson's been doing, um, Ariana, down the line, you know, Sham still continuing to play high-level defense. And, um, you know, Jock had kind of an off game yesterday until that third quarter spark, and, and that was exactly what we needed from her during that time. And so, you know, I, I think we still have an opportunity to get all of our team clicking at the same time. And we, we talked about it again just now as a staff, right? Like UAB was probably that one game where we felt like everybody was clicking, everybody was rolling. And so, um, you know, teams are doing – they're throwing different things at us. I will say this. Probably the first time all year UTSA won three one zone for that length of time. They won three one zoned us one possession at their place, and they used it for about half the game. Um, and that's something they really haven't shown at all. They they saved that for us, and, and so it's 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 like we said it before. We we get everybody's best shot. They're willing to try new things against us, and that was one thing that you know um, we hadn't necessarily seen at length this year. But it's kind of it's it's. It's going to end up being a good thing for us because we knew we were going to get one three one when we play Rice, and so now we have some film to look at of ourselves versus the one three one zone that we'll use later on as prep for that Rice game. When you look at the the body of work against UTSA yesterday, I mean, you look at the box score, and it's like every category you want to win, except for the final score and the free throws, were really kind of the only two things that didn't break your way. And of course, the final score being the most important of that. But I mean you out-rebounded the sixth-best rebounding team in the country. And, again, it just comes down to the wire. So, I, you know, I'm, I know you're, you're not going to take any moral victories or you'd rather get the wins, but, I mean, you still have a lot of positives to take out of that game. 
a lot of positives. And you know, that was one thing. Right? We, we felt like if we took charges and we rebounded the ball at a high level, we were going to win the game. And we did that, and we put ourselves in position to win the game. Uh, I, I would say the two things that we didn't take care of, one will be me. I'll say me. I, I should have, as a head coach, made more adjustments for Jenkins. That's Jenkins' third game back. And obviously, they only really had three players score the ball, and Jenkins was the one that had 29, and, and we, we didn't give her enough attention. Um, and some of that was fourth quarter, players in foul trouble and kind of played differently, but we should have gave her a lot more attention and got the ball out of her hands. Uh, we let Proctor off early. She had nine points in the first two, three minutes of the game, and, and that, was, that was on us defensively as a team. Like, we knew that she was a shooter. We got to be there on the catch on her, but, but Jenkins was one we didn't, we didn't adjust enough on her and make it as hard for her to score. But the other thing is we got to shoot the ball better, and, and particularly from the free throw line. We were three of ten from the free throw line in the second half. Um, and so when you, when you look at all the things and how well we played, you missed ten free throws in a game where we shoot 26, and we've been, we've been waiting for a game like that to get back to the free throw line where we, where we dominate like paint touches and, and, and do what we do as far as getting to the free throw line. And we, that was uh, one of our better games as far as being able to shoot free throws, and we just didn't knock them down. Before we get into Charlotte uh, on Wednesday here in UAB on Saturday, we are going to visit with our player guest, Desiree Wooten. I know you talked about her a little bit earlier, but uh, just kind of give me the rundown on Woot. I know she's a redshirt freshman coming back from an injury that kept her out all last season. Uh, just talk about her drive to, to get back on the floor to, and to become this, this high-level ball of energy on the court that she's been, especially over the last handful of games. Yeah, you know, once you hit Christmas time, you're no longer a freshman. I don't care, retro freshman, whatever. You're not, you're, you become a sophomore, but she's she's playing like a veteran right now with with how hard she's playing, her attention to detail, and she's drawing some just tough assignments. And we're putting her more times than not. She's having to guard other teams' best player um, or best guard at least. And and um, and what's great about her is is she welcomes that. Like she 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 looks forward to that opportunity to go and shut somebody down, and then she takes. She takes a lot of pride in that, and so you see uh, us do a really good job on, on a lot of people's best guards because it goes from from Sham Duncan to to Des Wooten um, and somebody that is just focused on lock and uh, taking away a strength of other other people's teams. And so um, I thought she did a phenomenal job within our zone defense too. And and again, she she's doing a good job of of feeling confident on her offensive game and, and the shots she's taking and how she's getting her shots and how she's getting her points. Um, I knew when, when we first started coaching this team that she was going to be special. And there's always a learning curve when it comes to uh, somebody in their first year actually playing. You know, last year she spent most of the year out rehabbing, but your first year actually playing and, and getting used to playing at a high level. And not just, you know, she got recruited to be in Conference USA. The American Conference is, is, is a whole different beast, right? And, and um, but she's playing like somebody that is ex an experienced player that is that is hungry, and she's helped us win a lot of games, and, and it's, she's got a bright, bright future ahead of her. We'll talk to Desiree Wooten next after we take a break here on the Mean Green Coaches Show. Rudy's I-35 and Teasley in Denton here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. 
Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas and Pancaconas, White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Do you believe in the mean green? For over 60 years, Bill Utter Ford has been a proud sponsor of the North Texas Wheel Club. Every Mean Green alumni and student gets special discounts through our X-Plan pricing program. And come check out the all-new, totally redesigned Billiter Ford with free Wi-Fi, a Starbucks coffee bar, and over 500 vehicles to choose from. We're located on the utterly affordable side of the Metroplex in Denton, Texas, and at BillitterFord.com. Texas Farm Bureau members get free Mean Green basketball tickets. That's right, a special benefit to your membership. Texas Farm Bureau members can claim two free tickets by going to meangreensports.com slash TFB tickets. Not a Farm Bureau member? Visit your local agent office and become a member today. This offer is exclusive to Texas Farm Bureau members. Tickets are limited and only available while supplies last. So become a member today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of North Texas Athletics. Welcome back here to Rudy's Barbecue I-35 in Teasley and Denton on the Mean Green Coaches Show. Continuing our women's basketball segment and we'll shift gears to our player guest today, the 5'8 redshirt freshman guard from Timberview High School, Dallas native Desiree Wooten. Des, appreciate you uh, spending a little bit of your Monday up here. No problem. So, you know, let's, as I always do whenever we have a player guest up here, I like to turn back the clock and, and just kind of get where the love of the sport came from for you to play basketball, eventually get into the collegiate level, but where does it all begin for you? Who got you into the sport? Where does that love come from? Oh, uh, well, at first, I was a cheerleader. Really? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was a cheerleader uh, at the age of six. I didn't really like it, so my dad put me in basketball at the rec center, um, and it was co-ed, so I was playing with uh, boys, and I like. I was a little rough as a kid, so <laughs> I kind of liked it, and then he saw that I liked it, so he kept me in it, and then I just grew love for it as I grew up. So you keep playing. You're from Timberview High School's in Mansfield. Yes. So did you live in Dallas? Did you live in Mansfield? Did it kind of ping pong, or what, what's the Basically story there? Basically like a ping pong. Okay. Uh, my dad lived in Dallas. And okay. I moved in with my mom when they, like, you know, mm. separated or whatever. Um, she lived in Arlington slash Grand Prairie okay. back and forth. So I was in Grand Prairie at one point, and then I went to Timberview, and I moved to Arlington to go to Timberview. So, so you're at Timberview, and what, what year, what classification were you when you first made it to varsity? Oh, I was a freshman. Freshman, yes. okay. So you're on varsity as a freshman. When does the possibility of playing collegiate basketball enter your mind in like, hey, I'm really good at this. Like, I can play this at the next level when that time comes. When when did that first kind of pop up on the radar for you? I would say they're really good at this part. Uh, mm -hmm. Probably my freshman summer and then sophomore year of high school. Uh, that's when it kind of like sparked. Uh, sophomore year of high school, I led my team to the sixth round in playoffs. And then I had like a good AAU summer before that. So I was like, okay, 
<laughs> Maybe I can't do this. <laughs> you know, so. But um, so so when did North Texas come calling? What uh, what ended up selling you on on Denton on on the program here and and coming to UNT? Um, I really can't remember when they called, <laughs> but um, they were just like one of the schools, one of the very like few schools who stayed with me during my my uh, injury, my first one, and then they also stayed during my second one. But I think by that my second one had already committed, so. It was just like, I went on like two visits to North, North Texas, and I liked it. I knew a couple people here. It was like, it felt like family, and given the injury and some of my offers had fell off, it just felt like home, and I should stay close to home. So I was like, come play for Coach Mitchell. I mean, obviously things changed, and Coach Berg's a good coach, so still like it here. So you were on the roster last year here mm-hmm. in North Texas, but you, you missed the entire season with an ACL injury that you suffered your senior year of high school. Um, I mean, that had to be just incredibly frustrating for one. Just, you know, there's not much you can do other than just rehab. You're not out there playing. Um, talk about kind of the difficulties of last season and kind of having to, to, to watch as you're going through rehab and not be out there playing. Um, well, I'll say, like, it was just frustrating because both times that I torn it, like, I was – getting back into my groove, you know, like coming back from my first ACL, I was starting to feel like myself again, and then boom, the second one happened. And then coming to college, you know, I already had like the, with the experience of sitting out, you know, so it's like another learning experience, but we lost a lot last year, so <laughs> it made it a lot more frustrating, but I just took it, um, learned from it, learned a lot of like college basketball stuff, you know, knowing it's like a way different level than high school, and I'm going to have to be ready for it the next year that I come on. So a lot of more X's and O's studying than yeah. actually, you know, being out there on the floor. Yes. Okay. So, you know, let's talk about your game a bit, because, you know, since you, you're, you've been active this entire season on the roster, mm-hmm. um, you know, when it, it starts out and you're, you're really known, you've kind of made a name for yourself on this team for your defensive abilities. Um, you know, there, it's, it's always, every time I ask a, a defender this question, it's always kind of like, yeah, it's, the offense is cool, it's, it's flashy, it's scoring points, that's mm-hmm. awesome, whatever. But there's a certain pride that I've noticed that defenders take in their ability to defend the basketball. Talk about the pride you take in your, your defensive game and your abilities to shut down, like Coach Burton said, and we had him up here, mm-hmm. sometimes it's the other team's best guard you're being put on. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I would say, like, coming into it, like, obviously, I'm not going to be, like, the best player, you know, so, obviously, you have to play your role, and, obviously, my role is, like, defense, which I don't mind, because defense is fun, like, picking pockets, making plays for your team, like, that's fun, and, I don't know, it's just something about defense, like, the way you get to play hard, play defense, and just make moves for your team, I don't know, there's something fun about that, it's like, energetic, (laughs) you know? Well, okay, on that topic of energy, you, you yeah. may be one of the more energetic players I've seen in my five years mm. here calling games for North Texas because it seems like every play, whether it's you force a 10-second call or you get the turnover or, you know, poke a ball out of bounds, whatever it might be, you're I, every time I, I say, and there's Wooten with another defensive play, you're, like, getting up screaming. <laughs> you're so hyped for whatever play you just did, um, you know. Talk about that energy that you that you bring to the floor and, and your your kind of strategy and playing with that level of of energy. Honestly, I've always been a hyper kid. <laughs> so, you know, when you accomplish something, you just feel like 
that little spark in you just like keeps sparking up. And I know I get up fast. Like you see last night, y'all need to maybe get back on the floor <laughs> to pick me back up again. It's just, I don't know. I just be so hyped that we got the steal and it's our ball again. And, you know, it just, you know, play by play to win the game. So take pride in that. Offensively, though, you've been, uh, you've been balling out a little bit lately. Double figure scoring in three straight games. You had 12 against SMU and then 10 against FAU, another 10 against, uh, against UTSA. Mm -hmm. Um, talk about that development and kind of addition to your game because, you know, defense is one thing. If you play both ends of the floor, mm -hmm. you're going to get a lot of minutes out there. Talk about kind of the growth in your offensive game, especially as of late. Um, I would say, like, you know, I'm always like a pass-first type player, um, you know, trying to feed the bigs, feed the other guards. But as, as teams start scouting, like, I realized I was getting under-scouted. Like, they're going to start sagging back off me, and I think to take advantages, advantage of the opportunity that I get to score you know, when they do tag off. Um, and then I just feel like I'm getting in a rhythm and I'm feeling it lately. So, <laughs> you know. Let's keep it going. It's been good. It's been fun to watch. But um, let's let's talk uh, academics. You're academically a sophomore. Yes. Um, what are you hoping to go into career long term? Uh, long term wise, I'm looking to own my own clothing brand, which I'm actually working on right now. Um, if not that, I do want a side hobby of cutting hair, so. Okay. And I do hair a little bit. Nice, okay. So not, so, so after a long professional basketball career, mm -hmm. you're kind of like, you want to kind of get away from the sport a little bit, or you always want to kind of be involved in some way, form, or fashion? Honestly, I thought about coaching, but like seeing me get coached and uh, other coaches coach like our team and other teams, I don't think I want to be a coach anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> It's just, it's just a lot to deal with, and no. just not not for you. No, you'll you'll, you'll play play as long as as, as you yeah. can play, but once once you're done playing, that's that's. I'll that's, go watch. You'll go watch. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Well, that's uh, Desiree Wooten. Uh, Woot, good to have you up here. Appreciate Thank you burning a little bit of your Monday with us. No problem. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, take another break here on the Mean Green Basketball Coaches Show. We come back, we'll wrap things up with Jason Burton before switching over to the men's side here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open a nice cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Texas Farm Bureau members get free Mean Green basketball tickets. That's right, a special benefit to your membership. Texas Farm Bureau members can claim two free tickets by going to meangreensports.com slash TFB tickets. Not a Farm Bureau member? Visit your local agent office and become a member today. This offer is exclusive to Texas Farm Bureau members. Tickets are limited and only available while supplies last. So become a member today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of North Texas Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating, <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining, and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better.
You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow-smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow-smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next Welcome back to Rudy's I-35 and Teasley in Den here for our final segment with the head women's basketball coach on the Mean Green Coaches Show, Jason Burton, joining us once again. And, man, you know, you see it on the floor because she plays so energetically, but, man, it seems like Woot's got to be a really fun person just to be around in general. Forget the basketball aspect of everything. Um, just... Awesome person overall. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she she probably messes with me more than any other, other player on the team, so she's all right. Okay. Nah, I, I love Woot's, Woot's fun, man. She's she's fun and, and uh, you know she's always she's always smiling. She always she always is bringing light to the team, and and uh, so a joy to be around. And, and um, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to coaching her for a long time. Looking ahead to this week, two games on the docket, and, and like you said in our first segment, the final stretch of the season here, the games just come one after another. But it starts Wednesday against Charlotte, and this is a Charlotte team that's in a bit of a free fall overall. They're 2-6 and six in their last eight. At one point, they were jockeying up here with you for the top spot in the conference, and it's... Uh, Kind of like we said in the first segment, you just never know what's going to happen in this league because it's so tough, and they've they've suddenly gone from a, a title contender to trying to grab one of the middle seeds. Even that being said, it's not done. They could go on a run and, and get something going, but what's what's the early scouting report on them when they come into the Super Pit on Wednesday, especially in a rematch too? Yeah, you know, we went up there and we hit the, hit the ground running, had a great first quarter, and then things shifted in the second quarter with some foul trouble and and uh, you know they threw out a zone and, and and some traps, but you know when I think back to the first time we played them, there was so much that had just happened with us. We, we yeah. had just lost uh, Evan, our practice player, and and so that was we really had one day to prep for them, and and even on that one day of prep, mentally we weren't in a great place, and and, and it it showed on the floor for the most part. And even in that game, when you look at our losses, man, we we could have won all of our games, right? And, and that game. I think back to it and, and how we were mentally, and we, we still had a chance to win that game, and we shot 40% from the free throw line. Sounds like last night, right? Um, and the other thing was, you know, DK and Meech were in foul trouble. Sounds like last night. Um, but this team, they have two dynamic players. Deja Lawrence is one of the best players in the conference. She's a scorer. If, if she scores 20 points, they win. That's pretty much the key. We've got we've to do our job on her. She can't score 20. The games that, that she hasn't scored 20, they haven't won. And then uh, inside, they have a player in, in, in Houston, Stacy Houston, Tracy Houston, um, who's physical. She's a little bit of a hothead. Can, can, um, she, she's getting an intentional foul pretty much every game, right? And so we've got to be able to, to keep our heads in this game. But with that, with how physical she plays, she, she draws a lot of fouls. She, she gets fouls herself, but she also draws a lot of fouls. And so we've got to do a good job of protecting our bigs and making sure we stay out of foul trouble. Um, but they're, they're a team that's, that's talented because they, they're scrappy, they press, they create turnovers. 
uh, but they leave opportunities for us because they also will turn the ball over themselves. And, and um, uh, once you get past their top two scores, they're, they're not as good. And so we've got to do a good job on, of, of handling those two players um, and then just continue to build on the things we, that we're doing well. If we can rebound like we did yesterday, that's going to be a huge step for us in the right direction as far as winning that game tomorrow or Wednesday. That's a 6.30 start time at yeah. the Super Pit. Everyone get to the Super Pit. If you can't for whatever reason, we will have the call on the radio, but I know Coach would rather you be there, so please be there. Uh, 6 p.m. pregame then. And then uh, UAB, speaking of rematches, another one on, uh, on Saturday at their place in Birmingham. Uh, not to get too deep into the X's and O's here, but, I mean, that was one heck of a complete game when they were here in Denton. Now can you replicate it on the road? Yeah. Guard a three-point line with them. You know, the, 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 the games which they score a lot of points, the threes are, are, are going in. And so we've got to contain, again, their best players, their point guard as far as his playmaking. Uh, her sister plays in the WNBA. And so we've got to contain her, but also we've got to guard a three-point line. And that's back to a more of a five-out type of style where their, their five and their fours are on the perimeter all the time. And, and, um, and so we're going to have to uh, try to replicate, duplicate, the same game we had here, same game plan um, with some minor tweaks. But uh, we got that. Our defense has to travel for sure on, on Saturday. Well, that's Saturday, 2 p.m. start time, 1.30 pregame show there on the radio if you can't make the trip to Birmingham. Coach, two games this week. We're looking forward to both of them. Appreciate you spending your time Appreciate with us so. here as usual at Rudy's. That's Jason Burton, head coach of the women's team for Mean Green Basketball. We'll take a quick break, shift gears, talk with Ross Hodge on the men's side here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering, slow-smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy's starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow-smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Next in line. Today tastes like game day at home, like assigned couch seating, <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining, and an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to, and it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola, together tastes better. Texas Farm Bureau members get free Mean Green Basketball tickets. That's right, a special benefit to your membership. Texas Farm Bureau members can claim two free tickets by going to meangreensports.com slash TFB tickets. Not a Farm Bureau member? Visit your local agent office and become a member today. This offer is exclusive to Texas Farm Bureau members. Tickets are limited and only available while supplies last. So become a member today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of North Texas Athletics. There are three words that fuel excitement at Bill Utter Ford. Ford Truck Month. At Bill Utter Ford, we have trucks that are especially priced to move off our lot and right to your front door. Why wait? The time is now to keep on trucking in a new truck that's tough enough and smart enough to keep you moving and grooving. Let us save you thousands off all the inventory we have in stock. Stop by and visit us or shop with us online at BillUtterFord.com, a Denton County tradition for over 67 years. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. 
the fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries. The pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas. White Plains, New York. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. On the Mean Green Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, and by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. Now, here is your host, Zach Babb. And welcome back, everybody, once again to Rudy's on I-35 and Teasley in Denton. The Mean Green Coaches Show continues on as we switch gears out of women's basketball and now talk a little men's basketball with the head coach of the Mean Green, Ross Hodge. Coach, um... Let's start off with the Memphis game, 76-66 to 66 win. Um, your first 18 points of the game, I think it was, came via the three ball, six for six to start, and a few sprinkled in part of 16 made threes in that game. And it was kind of weird because I'm sitting in the stands watching that game and, and everyone can't miss from three, and then there were a couple like jumpers in the lane that wouldn't fall. And have you ever seen anything like that where it's just every three has fallen and for whatever reason, the first couple of twos wouldn't go in? Not to that extent. Um, I mean, obviously they had really good length collectively across the board. They, they have really good size and athleticism. And again, with the way that they played and the way they, they decided to play us, you know, they were, you know, trapping and pressing and, you know, trapping some ball screens and putting two people on the ball. So we did go into the game thinking if we could make the simple play and as simplistic as it sounds, pass it to the open person that you could get some good looks, you know, didn't, didn't know, you know, you don't go and think you're going to make them all, but definitely felt like we would get some quality shots and um, was able to get them to go down. So part of that barrage of threes, uh, 16 total, uh, Seven from Jason Edwards, four of them from John Bugs, and then A. Scott and uh, Rondell Walker each had a pair. Um, I mean, you talk about your whole team firing with the game plan. I mean, everyone was, if, if they had an open look, they were taking it, and that was one of the better shooting nights all season in terms of knocking down open looks from beyond the arc. Yeah, in hindsight, we probably should have saved a couple of them for yesterday. Um, <laughs> we put a couple in our back pocket, but... Um, yeah, no, it was, uh, again, I think it was a byproduct of making the simple play and, and sharing the ball and passing it, you know, passing up good shots for great shots. And, um, you know, like I said, we do have good shooters. Um, we do shoot the ball well from three. It's a strength of our team. And when you're sharing the ball like that and getting those looks, we expect them to go in. 
defensively on the Memphis game, I mean, David Jones, their top scorer, was held pretty much entirely in check. I mean, he still got 14 points, but eight of those came via free throw. Seemed like, you know, he was just two of 13 at the in front, or ugh, excuse me, two of 13 from the field when he normally shoots about 40% per game. It seemed like as soon as he touched the ball, there was just an immediate swarm of people around him. Talk about that that approach to him and, and bottling him up for the most part, their top scorer. Yeah, he's an incredible player, incredible individual talent. You know, there's a reason why he's on a lot of draft boards and the projected NBA player and our guys had a lot of respect for him, and we knew he, you know, we, we wanted him to play in confined spaces. We didn't want him to see a lot of lanes, and I thought our guys did a good job of executing the game plan, and even the two shots that he made, one of them was the bank shot at the end of the first half, and then in the second half, his three was the one that kind of hit the very back of the rim and kind of stuck on it and fell in. So those were the two shots that he actually made, but... um. Yeah, there are guys that did a really good job of having attention to detail, making it hard on them, because um, he, he's an incredible player. I mean, I thought we did a, I thought we did about as good a job as you could do on him, and he still had 14 points and 16 rebounds. So it tells you how good he is. When uh, post game with with Hank and Dave, you gave a lot of credit to your assistants for what went into the preparation for that game. Um, Highlight what exactly it was that, that, that they did to really kind of have your team prepared and ready to go against a really good Memphis team. Yeah, I really, I feel like, you know, we have, like I said, one of the best staffs in the country, and we had talked about wanting to make some adjustments to our press offense and, you know, kind of challenge those guys. Let's, let's come up with something different. And Coach Forte actually went back and, and pulled up and had, you know, some of his – college clips from when they played at West Virginia when when West Virginia was pressing a ton and we implemented that really on a day's notice and our guys were able to execute it well and I thought it was a big part of our success uh, against Memphis is just you know getting the ball in bounds and getting it to spots where you want it and did a great job with that. So the big win over Memphis at home and then hit the road yesterday to UAB a 71-62 defeat. Um, Great effort in the second half. I mean, your guys made a huge push to come back into that game, maybe just a little too big of a hole to climb out of at the end of the day. Um, particularly your thoughts on that game, and then what was your message to the team postgame? Um, you know, going into the game, um, styles make fights, and stylistically um, they can be a challenge. Um, because they play more traditional two forwards, which you don't see a lot of in college basketball. And, and you can take advantage of that as well. And I feel like at times we were able to, um, like particularly at, at our place and then even even last night. But we have a razor, a razor margin. I mean, our thin's small, you know, um, in our current state. And in that game, more than any game, and I say this a lot, you guys have heard me say it a lot, like, you know, Aaron doesn't always have to play great, but when he gets in foul trouble, it, it hurts us. And I felt like in particular against a team like UAB, it hurts you even more because of their collective size and their collective length. And I think the, the two big stretches in which they were able to separate the end of the first half was like, Aaron Scott had picked up a second foul, so he was on the bench. And then in the, in the second half, 
at the end of the first half. And then in the second half, we had to play that little stretch, and it went from like seven to, to 15. And um, like I said, I felt like just for a tad bit, just for like a little bit of that game for the first time in a long time, like our guys had kind of let their individual performances of what was going on with them individually, like collect our impact our collective spirit. And, um, you know, I think we got past that point and got back to just like, hey, man, let's fight this thing out. Let's scrap. Let's put everything we got into it, regardless of what's happening. And it and it flipped quick. I just wish we could have flipped the switch a little quicker. That was my message. You know, just you can't spend time, whether you're making shots, mission shots, you're not playing well individually. Like, let's just stay in the fight, stay together. And when you do that, crazy things can happen in particular in basketball. We talk a lot about A. Scott. We talk a lot about Bugs and Edwards and all these guys who rightfully deserve a lot of attention. Our player guest today is Rondell Walker. Um, give me the rundown on Rondell. Um, I know he didn't really even get to start his Mean Green career until near the end of December due to the NCAA rules. Um, but kind of give me the breakdown of him, who he is as a person, what he brings to this team. Yeah, he brings so much, you know, collective experience um, to the team, and, and he has such a, a joy for, like, every day, you know, like, just he really has a heart of gratitude. He's uh, and just such an incredible teammate, you know, even in the time when he wasn't, you know, didn't know if he was going to be able to play or not. Like, he just was always so invested communicating with the guys, helping those young guys out. He's, like, poured into, like, Jason Edwards early on and, and when he's kind of trying to figure out the transition and, like, helping him see things through a different lens. And, um, like I said, every day, man, he just – he comes in with, like, a true gratitude and a true appreciation that kind of permeates through everyone else. And he, he does really have a, a high IQ and he knows what's going on out there. And he's been in so many big games and, and he just – um, and even even like I talked to him because, you know, he ha he hasn't used a red shirt before. So even at semester when it, you know, when it when he got the waiver, you know, even openly talking to him about it, like, hey, man, do you want to, you know, do you want to use this year or do you want to wait and get a whole year? And he was like, no, man, I really want to play with these guys. Like, I love these guys. I want to be a part of this and kind of speaks to just the unselfish nature of who he is as a person to do that. All right, well, we'll talk to Rondell Walker next here after this break on the Mean Green Coaches Show. Ross Hodge joining us right now. We'll go ahead and take that break. Rondell Walker up next here on the Mean Green Sports Network from Learfield. Do you believe in the Mean Green? For over 60 years, Bill Utter Ford has been a proud sponsor of the North Texas Wheel Club. Every Mean Green alumni and student gets special discounts through our X-Plan pricing program. And come check out the all-new, totally redesigned Bill Utter Ford with free Wi-Fi, a Starbucks coffee bar, and over 500 vehicles to choose from. We're located on the utterly affordable side of the Metroplex in Denton, Texas, and at BillerFord.com. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2024 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. 
Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Texas Farm Bureau members get free Mean Green basketball tickets. That's right, a special benefit to your membership. Texas Farm Bureau members can claim two free tickets by going to meangreensports.com slash TFB tickets. Not a Farm Bureau member? Visit your local agent office and become a member today. This offer is exclusive to Texas Farm Bureau members. Tickets are limited and only available while supplies last. So become a member today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of North Texas Athletics. And welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue as the Mean Green Coaches Show continues on. I-35 in Teasley and Denton. We are continuing our men's basketball segment now talking with the 6'5 junior guard out of Putnam City West High School in Oklahoma, Rondell Walker. Rondell, appreciate you uh, spending a little bit of your Monday up here. Appreciate you having me. So uh, going over your bio, reading through everything, you're, you originally started at Oklahoma State. You played AAU ball with Cade Cunningham, who was the number one overall pick in the NBA draft in 2021. Can you just like call him right now? If you, if you, not saying you actually have to call him right now, but like you, you just have Cade Cunningham's like phone number in your phone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we play AAU together. Um, he was my roommate our freshman year at OK State. So, I mean, a lot, a lot goes into that, but yeah, just because he went there, nothing really changed with us, really. That's pretty cool, yeah. just, to, just to have that guy, to be really good friends with the number one overall draft pick in the NBA, but I mean, that's not to take anything away from, from what you've been able to do on the court. I mean, you originally started at Oklahoma State, spent two years there, transferred to TCU before coming to North Texas. Um, I mean, that's, that's quite the journey since you graduated high school in, in, in 2020, um, just you know, when you end up coming to North Texas, though, just tell me a little bit about what what sold you on the program, coaching staff, players, Denton, America, um, and why you decided to come here. Um, honestly, uh, I had talks with my fam just about not even, like, playing again after I left TCU. Um, just kind of a lot went into that. Um, my mom was like, take a visit, and I took a visit, and then it was just like, Felt like I'm my high school kind of atmosphere as far as like coaches and like actual people who actually believe in you. And like I haven't even here yet. And it's like when you believe, you believe. And from day one on my visit, it was just like after we left, it's like this is where I want to be. So that almost that kept you going with the sport was Fact. was the, the people at North Texas. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Um, you brought up your mom, um, the great Luke Della, uh, sports information director for the Main Green Men's basketball team. Um, told me you do a lot of volunteer work with your mom. Is that yeah. correct? Uh, yeah. So what, what, walk me through that a little bit. What, what all do you do with her in, in terms of volunteer stuff? Um, both my mom and dad just really have, like, serving hearts. Um, my dad worked in a group home when I was young. So just that on top of, like, my mom has her own um, nonprofit. It kind of just came into me, honestly, um, from a young age. I think started my sophomore year of high school. Um, me and my friends, uh, we always gather, like, just different things around like wintertime, Thanksgiving time, uh, probably like 50, 60 backpacks every uh, Christmas go out um, around the city and just hand out different things like that, like hand warmer, stuff like that. Um, it's just kind of, I just feel like my mom and dad just instilled that, like no matter what you have, somebody always has your worst. 
for you. Um, it means no better joy than put some, a smile on somebody else's face. And I feel like that carries on to my everyday life now, really. Well, that's awesome. Speaking of, you know, just, just everything you've been through, kind of going back to, to basketball and getting to North Texas again, I mean, you still had three years at, at Power 5 schools. I mean, what what just, I, I know, you know, getting North Texas kind of reinvigorated your, your love for what you're doing, but what did those three years kind of teach you overall in just terms of, of the game, of the sport, college basketball, of, of being at those power programs before coming to North Texas? Um, I just feel like kind of just the avenue and the route I went really taught me. It's like, it's more of the, the people than the place. Um, I feel like a lot of young guys, including myself, can get caught up in, you know, P5 and stuff like that. But I feel like I'm at a power five right now, just how everything is ran, how everything is structured. Um, from top to bottom, and I couldn't ask for a better place to be at than where I'm at right now. So you didn't play your first game of this season until December 23rd. I believe it was against UT Arlington. Um, and, and Coach Hodge kind of mentioned this a little bit. I mean, take me through the processes. You're, you're waiting on an NCAA waiver to see if it comes through or not or what, what rules are changing, what rules are in place. How do you, I'm sure that's got to be tough from a mental standpoint of not being able to play for the first month and a half of the season. Um, but just talk about how you approach that, how you, you, you took your time not being on the floor uh, in game situations and, and, and getting ready for what eventually was your debut on, in, in a mean green uniform on the 23rd of December. Um, I just felt like the time away from actually not being able to play um, just kind of made me look at the game from like a different lens, you know, like I've always been a player to where I'm never really on the bench for more than five minutes at a time. So you're watching at it from like, okay, I'm going to go back in standpoint uh, versus uh, I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not playing this game. So it just allows me to kind of see different things as a player and as a teammate um, to help those guys out that are on the court and kind of give them my lens of what I see on the floor. So that just kind of gave me, I feel like, helped me be a better teammate, better player, better leader from the bench. Um, just being staying in the games without being in the game. So I feel like that's a big part of how I play today right now. And then, um, you know, it's, it's been awesome to, to, to watch you kind of come here to North Texas and, and really start playing, but life away from basketball. Um, once your playing career is done, what's your, well, I guess I should start, what's your major right now? Health science. Health science, okay. So what do you want to do with that long-term once, once basketball is done, be that in two years or in, or in 20 years? <laughs> Um, I want to try to go into PT, um, be a physical therapist. Um, just kind of goes back into just me wanting to help people and just putting a smile on people's faces um, and having to kind of still with sports in a way. So I feel like that would be something I could enjoy every day. You want to have your, like, your own practice eventually, your own, own yeah, location? Eventually, of course. Eventually? Okay, excellent. Well, good to hear. We'll be keeping an eye. And, and, and Rondell, we really appreciate your time up here. And, and thanks for being a part of the Mean Green. Appreciate you having me. It's Rondell Walker. Junior guard for the Mean Green. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up with Ross Hodge here on the Mean Green Coaches Show from Learfield. Dos Equis knows college football game day is filled with iconic traditions. The fight songs, the mascots, the rivalries, the pregame text to your ex for her dad's cable login so you and your buddy can stream the game even though you promised last season you were just about to get your own subscription. Whatever your game day ritual is, make sure you're doing it with a real one. Dos Equis. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2023 Dos Equis. Imported by Cervezas and Pankikana's White Plains, New York. 
Texas Farm Bureau members get free Mean Green basketball tickets. That's right, a special benefit to your membership. Texas Farm Bureau members can claim two free tickets by going to meangreensports.com slash TFB tickets. Not a Farm Bureau member? Visit your local agent office and become a member today. This offer is exclusive to Texas Farm Bureau members. Tickets are limited and only available while supplies last. So become a member today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud partner of North Texas Athletics. Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. You smell that smoke? That's Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue reeling you in. It's tailgating season, so let Rudy's Real Texas Barbecue do all your smoking for you. Don't forget about Rudy's mouth-watering slow smoke prime rib. You up early? Swing by Rudy starting at 6 a.m. to cure your breakfast taco craving. Having a party? Rudy's caters all over the Metroplex. Stop by any one of the five DFW locations today and experience the experience. Real Texas Barbecue, slow smoked with oak on our 100% wood-fired smokers. Rudy's is Real Texas Barbecue. Welcome back to Rudy's Barbecue, I-35 in Teasley and Denton for the final segment of this week's edition of the Mean Green Coaches Show. We're once again rejoined by Ross Hodge and uh, Coach, I mean, Rondell Walker. I'm sure everyone would like to see him on the floor a little sooner, but man, he's bringing a lot to this program both on and off the floor. And it seems like kind of the, you know, the time off the floor really can, can teach you a lot of things in the same way being on the floor can. Yeah, man. Um... Like, like I said, I think that's why he has such a level of appreciation for every day. And like I said, it, you know, it gives you a, such a unique perspective. And I know you wanted to ask about, like, CJ and Ruben and those guys. And even them, you know, like, like when we're in games or even a after games, I was like, do you now see what I'm saying? <laughs> and they're like, I see what you're saying. Because it is different when you're out there actually – playing and the game's happening so fast but when you get to sit and watch it you're like oh yeah like, <laughs> we aren't doing this or we are doing this so um yeah it's it it, it shapes you gives you a, a deeper level of appreciation for it and obviously shapes your perspective uh to that end you brought him up cj nolan and, and ruben jones what's what's their status right now how are they doing in their in their recovery road yeah man they're just like, like i said there's 20 boxes to check and they've got about 18, 19 of them checked off. So they were um, actually just getting a really intensive workout just now when I left, and they were playing playing some four-on-four, four, playing some three-on-three. Three. So definitely trending, you know, in the right direction. So an idle week, or at least for the next five days or so, uh, idle until uh, Saturday against UTSA. They'll be at the Super Pit. Before we get into that game specifically, just – Man, having a few days off has got to be nice. Um, how do you approach that from your perspective as a coach in terms of how you know practice, what you're putting your team through, what you're not putting them through? How do you approach kind of the the extended time off? Yeah, well, we uh, we'll take today and tomorrow off um, for sure. Um, but you know, these guys they they just mental at this point. You know, I mean, obviously the the body takes a physical toll, but 
the mental grind of like getting locked into scouting reports and details and being sharp and having that edge. I mean, I think that's where you get your biggest benefit um, from from the time off. You know, these guys are kind of creatures of habit and they'll stay in their routine. They'll get treatment. They'll get shots up. They'll be in the gym, but just uh, a much needed, you know, kind of mental break from um, from it. Because our first bye was literally the first week. I mean, we played Wichita State on that Thursday and we played Tulane that Saturday. Then we had a bye and, and it was really early. And he said 11 games, um, you know, a lot of a lot of intensity, a lot of, uh, you know, just a, a lot of fight, you know, to to put ourselves in position to win those games. And so much needed break for sure for everybody. Well, the break ends Saturday at 3 p.m. against UTSA, 2-11 and 11 in conference, but, I mean, they have hung around and scared the heebie-jeebies out of some teams. They took Memphis to overtime. I think they took FAU to overtime as well. So they've been in big games against talented teams. Give me the 90-second or so rundown of, of what the Roadrunners present. Yeah, the thing, the thing that they can do is really, really score the basketball. They, they can really put pressure on you with their offense and they have the ability to make shots. And that's, you know, went again, lost to Memphis in overtime, lost to FAU in overtime, lost to UAB in overtime, had an opportunity in all those games. And really they're driven, they're driven offensively. And that's what um, scares you the most is they have a lot of guys that can make shots from a lot of different areas. And they have a guard, um, Jordan Ivy Curry, that can really score. And so, yeah, we'll have our hands full. There's no, there's no easy nights in this league, even if you look at the standings. And my son, Reed, is right back there. They're not, they're not in school today with my wife, Shelly, but he, even he just asked me, he's like, well, we should, beat, we should beat Rice, shouldn't we? I'm like, there is no such thing as you should beat somebody. Um, I don't care what, I don't care what any, I don't care what Vegas says. I don't care what the ESPN score predictor says. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> The only thing that matters is what actually happens when you step on the court. That's what matters. Well, there you go. They'll next step on the court Saturday, 3 p.m. against the UTSA. If you can't make it to the pit, Hank and Dave have the call pregame show at 2.30 on KHY and the Varsity Network app. That'll do it for another Mean Green Coaches show from Learfield. This has been the Mean Green Coaches Show with Jason Burton and Ross Hodge. Brought to you by Bill Utter Ford, Coca-Cola, Dos Equis, First State Bank, James Wood Buick GMC, Coors Light, First United Bank, Ramey King Insurance, Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, and by Mellow Signs. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Mean Green Sports Network.